Greetings and welcome to episode 60 of the Dan York Report. My friend Mitch Joel put out a post on January 1st, 2014 called Almost No One is Seeing Your Content. And Mitch, who works for a digital marketing agency in Montreal and writes about marketing issues and, and social media and all of this, talks about you know the challenge that brands in particular, marketers and others, have in creating stories that people want to or have to share and talks about the fact that many people don't have great content distribution strategies. And he, uh, he gets into the whole questions around Twitter and Facebook and the importance of this and why those sites are throttling content. And he makes a very important point that, uh, as he says here, uh, you know, people come to those services, they're part of that because they want to interact, they want to communicate with people, but not necessarily with brands. They want, as Mitch says, they want moments of connectivity, delight, and communication. Sure, they may include a brand at some point along the way, but it's not their reason for existence. And he also mentions later that there's, uh, you know, consumers are smart, as he says. They'll stay connected to those brands that are adding value. It's simple. The reason we have so much disconnect, trust issues, and this ongoing throttling is that companies like Twitter and Facebook don't want to have people abandoning the channel because the content isn't working for them. Now, the, the one larger challenge, though, to what Mitch is talking about, you know, is, yes, we need to have great content. We need to have a distribution strategy. But the other part that people seem to keep missing in some of this in the marketing and PR side is that, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, LinkedIn, Instagram, pick your service, as useful as they are, as valuable as they are for content distribution, we have to remember that at the end of the day, these are services operated by corporations, in some cases mega corporations, who ultimately are responsible to their shareholders for making a profit. They are, this, you know, this is not the open internet. You are not in control. You don't have a say in how these services operate. And so, yes, you need to use them, but you need to remember that they are not the open internet. And so if you think about all the money, for instance, that people invest in Facebook and creating fancy walls back in the day and extra tabs that did all sorts of stuff, and then you had Facebook decide to go and change the size to be smaller so they could put more ads on the side. And all of a sudden, all that work was changed. And then they went and they got rid of the whole t wall thing and went to timelines instead. All that effort gone. Similarly, Twitter for a while was letting anybody connect in and was very big on the API. And then they changed their model to be all about uh, advertising. And they changed their model to throttle back the API, to throttle back pieces so that you had to go through their portals where you would see their ads and all of the pieces like that. You know, it is important to use these services. I use them. We all use them because that is where the conversation is. That's where the people are. That's where you can get the engagement, the interaction, all of that that you need to have. But you need to remember that they are not under your control. It, I cringe every time I see companies and brands that are out there promoting their Facebook channel, their Twitter, excuse their Facebook page, their Twitter account, all of these things but they're not promoting their own website. They're giving all of this uh, link love, basically, to sites where they have their pages. They do that, and I understand the reasons. They're trying to go and build up the audiences in those places, 
But at the end of the day, you have to remember, this is not the open internet. It is not under your control. You do not have a say in that. And so you have to be careful. Use them as campaigns. Use them as that. But remember and think back to how can you be in control of your content? How can you continue to have that content out there? That would be my one suggestion for marketers and PR and others in 2014. As you look and develop your content strategy, your content marketing plans, whatever it may be, think back and ask yourselves, am I relying on these services that are under somebody else's control? Am I relying entirely on that? Or am I using those as channels to distribute my content, which I am creating somewhere else, on my own website, on my own blog, on my own hosted service, whatever it may be? Because those services that are out there, Facebooks and Twitters and Google Plus and everything else, they will support and encourage brands to participate as long as it makes sense in the, in the monetization strategy that they are pursuing at this particular time. But if next month they decide to go and pursue a different monetization strategy, if you've put all of your eggs in that per proverbial basket, then you're going to be out of luck. This is not the open internet. You are not in control and you have no say in it. Is that really where you want to base all of your marketing and all of your thoughts? That's my comment for this. I would encourage you to read Mitch's post because it's got a lot of other points around that. And I would, again, think about it as far as where can you own your content, where can you control it, and where can you use these channels as part of your distribution mechanism, but not relying entirely on them. That's all for now. You can leave me comments to this at soundcloud.com slash danyork or at any of the places this is posted in social networks. And you can find more of my audio and writings at danyork.me. Thanks for listening.